Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. Welcome to episode 186 of Martha Runs the World. How are you this week? I am doing exceptionally well. I'll talk about my running after my episode with my wonderful guest. Have you ever had a goal that you've dreamed about for years? I mean, this is a really big goal that you've wanted for years, that you've trained for for years, that it was about to come true, and then something possibly catastrophic happens, and you don't know if you're going to get it or not. Well, this happened to Luis Pena, and I'm going to let him tell you the story because it's pretty wild. It's a great story. It has a great ending, so no worries. No worries here. Nothing too dramatic or sad. I'm going to let him tell you because he tells it way better than I do. It's a remarkable story. It's a story of perseverance and not giving up and really pursuing your dreams. So here is Luis Pena. Will you welcome to the program Luis Pena? He is an ultra runner, a trail runner, and he completed Western States in June. How are you, Luis? I'm awesome, Martha. How are you doing? Doing great. I'm not going to say how we met each other, but uh, because of HIPAA rule, HIPAA laws, I'm going to let you say that <laughs> because you can say that because you were the uh, patient. We're not going to say the name of the clinic, but I. But um, how did we meet up? Well, it was awesome uh, showing how small and wonderful this uh, world of trail running is. Um, so I've um, been training for Western States all year long. And if all those that know when you get a big race like that, you become super obsessive. And it was the biggest training block I've probably ever done. And one month out, I got I was doing a project out in Canada. I came home with uh, a really nasty case of COVID. And which just shut it all down. And, and I got it literally like the day, I don't, I did one of those, that training weekend they do up there in Forest Hill. So I did one run day and then the next day I didn't feel good. So I was like, I don't want to take any chances. And, uh, you know, in case it was to, to spread or anything. And sure enough, three days later, I came down with the whole thing, but, um, it didn't go away. And it, and it just kept persisting and persisting. And, and you know, one week and two weeks and uh, three weeks and I had this bad cough. So I was panicked. My doctor wouldn't call me back, which was really unfortunate. So I ended up calling uh, just a medical clinic that my wife had gone to. And uh, and I was pretty desperate because I was coughing a lot and, and only had two weeks left till the race. And uh, and uh, you picked up the phone. And then we started talking and I was like, I'm freaking out. I got this race coming up. And you're like, what race? And I was like, oh, you, you wouldn't heard something that's crazy. It's called Western States. And you were like, you're a trail runner. I know Western States. And, and so it's so funny because when you meet someone that's in that world, you just immediately are like, I love you. Take care of me. So, which you did. You immediately, Martha, got me in. I was in and out. I had a bureau and uh, was not coughing in a week and was all ready for the race. So thank you very much. You're very welcome. We, we try to, we tried to do our best, but that must've been frightening to get COVID right before the, probably the biggest race of your life. Yeah, it was, it was hard. It was 
Yeah. And, and I had like a, you know, I had a hard one. So we're like, you mm. know, five days of, of really high fever. So pretty much shut down training right when I was doing my big blocks. And then uh, and I just couldn't get back in. And so, yeah, I was really worried that all that effort was going to, you know, I knew I was going to probably, well, I was optimistic. I was going to probably be well by the race because it was, you know, good four and a half weeks out. But uh, when it wouldn't go away, it started really starting to bother me. And I was like, man, that would suck to just have put all this effort in and have like a cough kind of, you know, this thing, you know, ruin it. But then I was also like, not trying to get too upset. You know, it was hard. You know how it is. Yeah. If you get an injury in, in our sport, it's more mental than anything else. So uh, it was more of a mental battle of me being like, okay, it's going to be all right when or lying to myself constantly. Sure. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Well, especially when you get like an illness like that, when it's not like, a long-term injury that you know is going to take you out. Um, but I'm sure that, that because of your good health, you were able to recover maybe faster than someone who wasn't in such good health. I, you know, it took longer than I was expected. So uh, mm. I'm, I'm mm. actually thankful I had all the shots and booster and all that stuff. Cause yeah. I can only imagine what my situation would have been like without that. And, uh, and so, yeah. Um, you know, and I also didn't really stop. I kept hiking, even though I couldn't run. I was so I, I probably exacerbated the issue by not stopping. But you know, when you when you're in that crazy training mode, there's just like because usually as runners, like you have a cold, you just run through the cold. I usually do. So I just I'm always just kind of like, well, uh, if I run, I'll feel better. That's always kind of worked out. This one wouldn't wouldn't work that way. <laughs> the more more I did. Effort-wise, the worse it got. So, um, yeah, it's a nasty one. Be careful out there. But, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I know it affected other runners um, at the race. I, I know they had a, a several people that couldn't run it because of that. And I'm, I'm very sorry and for them because I was really close to that same situation. And I ran with another um, woman in the beginning of the race, and she was in the same situation. She was, like, maybe a week after me. So she saw a, a small cough, but she was like, I'm not going to let it stop me. And it didn't. Mm. That is so <laughs> tough. That's, that's determination for sure. So, mm-hmm. so when did you, when did it first cross your mind to run Western States? Oh my God. Okay. So um, to level set time in this whole obsession, I'm 51 <laughs> years old now. I, when I was 25 years and I, and I, um, when I was 25 years old, I was working in advertising and design, and I got a, probably one of the coolest projects in my career, and it was uh, to launch the North Face trail running shoe line. And they never, no one had done a trail running shoe prior to then, and um, specifically for trail running. And this was like 94, 5, 6, I don't know, somewhere early 90s. And... Um, Usually with North Face for their media, they always just use like whatever, you know, um, Jimmy Chin or one of those other climbers are shooting, uh, you know, from their expeditions. But since no one, they didn't, the product was brand new and it had not gone out in the expeditions. They had no photography or no story. So it was my job to create both. And um, so we did an expedition, which was cool. But one of the things with the trip, I was like, what is trail running? You know, what's different than? So we started going on this rabbit hole of like, 
you know, what's the most intense trail running thing out there. And that's how I discovered Western States. And I remember when I first read about it, I was like, are you freaking crazy? Like someone runs a hundred miles in a day. And like, you know, and, and they, the first thing I ask is everything that people ask me when I tell them I do this stuff is, do you sleep? <laughs> and, then, and then the second question is, what do you eat? It's a, those are like the, I love that those are the universal first two questions. So I asked those same two questions and I actually got to interview uh, Topher Gaylord, who is, you know, is on the board of Western and he was there at the race. It was great to connect with him. Um, we, uh, he, he was running, he had run Western. He had run it with, um, he was friends with Dean Carnassus, who we also did some project with. Um, and, uh, and so that was neat. That was my first introduction to Western States was, was way back then. But I literally was like, even after that, you know, whole, you know, experience of learning about it and writing about it and doing photography and all that stuff, I still walked away with like, you have to be out of your mind. And then I started trail running about, Ooh, eight years ago, I reckon. And um, I started doing ultras about then. And I started doing it to become, you know, develop a closer relationship with my brother. And he was doing marathons out in Texas. And I lived here in, in California. And I wanted a way for us to participate and do things together uh, as brothers and hang out. And so I signed up for 50K and uh, and sent him the, the you know, the invitation and and he his first thought was dude you don't even know how to run and I was like I'll learn <laughs> so um, I learned <laughs> and we ran Shadow of the Giants together it was so great nice and, uh, he won he won his age group and he, his prize was like you know some like corporate cup from the from the race director's kitchen from like 1985 or something <laughs> I and i was like i'm in like this is this is my kind of people everyone's just kind of misfits and they all take care of each other and uh you're just outdoors playing like a kid so so that's when i first that's when i reheard of because once you do a 50K, everyone's like, all right, what are you going to sign up for next? And I'm like, I, I don't know. That was pretty hard. That's pretty good. Now. And like, no, if you do a 50K, you can do a 50 miler. And then, so then I did 50 miler. They're like, well, you do a 50 miler, you can do a 100K. So then I did 100K. And then they're like, well, heck, you just qualified for Western States. So you might as well go for 100. So it was that slippery slope that I, I went, fell into. Uh, and so, yeah, I've been qualifying for. I had six years of tickets, so mm. um, plus COVID, so seven. Um, so it was a long wait, but well worth the wait and was everything I hoped it could be. So I finally got in, finally. Yeah, <laughs> I was in the auditorium, actually. That's awesome. <laughs> to, yeah, which is a really, I don't know if you've ever gone there. No, I have not. So Martha, oh, you should go next. Yeah. It's such mm -hmm. a... It's such a cool experience because yeah. it, you know, this is like the race that started them all. And yeah. so it really yeah. sets the tone of the industry and the sport and, yeah. uh, you know, from the, from the sponsors and, and how they talk to people yeah. and, yeah. and, and it's, you know, it's in, in a, like, they're like, okay, we have to wrap this up by one o'clock because they're doing the nutcracker 
at, you know, <laughs> high schools in the Nutcracker at like two. So we have to be out of here. <laughs> I plan and to be that, at the golden hour next year. So I'm going to do that. Next oh year. yeah. 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 I'm going to do that. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah, um, it's pretty neat. That is great. That is really, really cool. Where is, what's your favorite uh, racing distance? Ooh, good question. Um, I think I've become a fan of the hundred K. I think that's that. I, I think I can run it for a good amount and, and not be destroyed, you know, for a couple of weeks afterwards. So <laughs> it's a good challenge. Um, that's it. That's, I like that, that distance. I think that's a, a good one for me. hundred mile is hard. It's yeah. the, the, um, like even, even though I was trained so hard, it was still hard. It was just, it's just hard to you know, run through the night uh, is, is in staying awake and all that stuff is, is for me personally is, is a challenge. So, um, but a hundred milers, man, you talk about the ultra love bubble, like, you know, two week high afterwards, there's nothing like that. Like a hundred K is cool and you feel good and accomplished, but you don't feel like that. Oh my God. I'm, my life has changed moment that you do feel after a hundred miler. So they, I would say I'd prefer doing, you know, 50 milers, hundred Ks. Those are, those are probably more, more what I'm physically uh, better at, but, um, but I wouldn't, I'm not going to shy away from a hundred miler. Yeah. They're, they're definitely transformative. Besides Western States, what's your favorite race to do? Oh, um, so I had some fun ones I really liked. Uh, I love Squamish. I always think about Squamish. I want to go back and do that one. Ooh, that's it's a tough a, one, isn't it? It it is a tough one. Uh, it's really pretty. Yeah. And I had just I just had a lot of good memories from that race that I still think about while I'm running or or while I'm on a trail and things that I laugh about from that race that were just ridiculous. Like this one time where we're coming down this. It, it's and I don't know, have you run in Vancouver? I have not. I have not um, run outside of, I've, I've only run in, in California, um, a little in Nevada and Florida of all places. Nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, that is, uh, the British Columbia is very steep and, 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 you know, wet mm-hmm. and mossy and mysterious and foggy and, um, damp and all that, all those weird, cool, you know, mysterious adjectives that you can throw at a forest and mountains. And so the, the trail is at, at some times they're like these big drops. Cause a lot of these trails are like they're uh, mountain biking trails and the mm-hmm. mountain bikers in British Columbia are like next level. There's the stuff that they are flying off of is insane. And so a lot of the course goes through some mountain bike trails. And I remember I came across this, I was you know running down this real steep, part of the race coming down this mountain and there are these just big drops where you're, you're like dropping four feet, you know, off a mm. rock to the, to the bottom of the trail where, where like a mountain biker is just flying down it. And I get to this one and this, it was a, I remember that he was a runner from Japan and he was just standing there and he's like, I don't know what to do, man. <laughs> it was like a oh, five, God. six foot drop. Oh my God. And I was like, you just got to jump, bro. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, I like kind of slid on my butt down and then he followed, but it was, I was laughing so hard because that him just being like, what do I, wow, I don't, this is not running. 
Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Yeah, I wouldn't do that race, <laughs> but I'm old, yeah, so I wouldn't hurt brutal. myself. No, yeah, no. yeah. No, well, no. it's Gary Robbins, dude. He's you know, yeah, he's crazy in yeah, a great he, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that one. Um, I mean, love yeah. Western. Western was yeah. like everything they said it was going to be, and so I'm really. It's neat. Now it's in me. And, and now I want to go back and do some sections of it. And, um, again, just, just because they were, it was just so challenging and, and pretty and hard. And, and I don't just, there's so many things like sure. that was a great race. Did you um, hire, did you hire a coach for this or did you train you know, yourself? I did not. I trained myself and, but I did watch a bunch of videos and I read a bunch of stuff online, um, to, to help me get, you know, ready for it. And I, mm-hmm. and I, and I talked to my friends who either had run it or, or were running. It. Like I had a really, have a really good friend. His name's Brendan. He ran it as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and I was, I was in the, uh, it was great. Cause when I was in the uh, auditorium, they called his name and I was screaming for him. Cause I was so happy. Cause I'd known him forever. Um, so I knew he'd been trying to get in for a long time. So I could, he was my first phone call. Cause I think of him as just, he's a really um, strong, accomplished runner. And so I was like, dude, what do I do? (laughs) 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 And he said the best advice. And it was, and it's so simple. It's probably what I was, but I just wasn't doing it. He goes, consistency. What you need to do is we start running consistent, like every day. And, uh, and start, you know, you're, you're, you'll notice if you do that, you'll start getting faster and, and you'll start going to go farther, faster. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I, I could, because prior to that, I would run, you know, I'd run big weeks, but I'd run like, you know, maybe four days a week or maybe t- five days a week top, you know, like not, not really consistently. And then like one of those days would be like a 10, another one would be like, you know, 13. So I would jam these huge runs in these, you know, not many runs during the week. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's how I just been doing it for the last few years. Cause I, cause I have all these other things going on in my life. Mm-hmm. So I, I wasn't really, even when I had a hundred, another hundred miler or whatever, I, I would do that still, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I never was like a consistent runner. I, I actually, I'm not consistent about anything in my life. So that's <laughs> really mm-hmm. a, a personality trait, but for Western, I became a consistent runner. I started running every day or at least six days a week. Um, I was doing a lot more road than trail. Cause I figured if I I'll do road for the up first, like three months, which I'd never ran really run road like that much before I was do trail, but I figured road would get me become a more consistent, faster runner. And then I got back on trail towards the end. And um, So yeah, so all that, that's kind of what I did. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, anytime a weird injury or something would happen, I would just get on the internet and find someone had some video tell me what to do. So I, I love that. We'll be right back. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? 
And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. And your crew, how's how how'd you do you work out work it out with your crew? Oh, they were. I think I had the biggest crew on the course. It was. <laughs> uh, I fact, I think I know I had the biggest crew on the course. It was insane. Because uh, well, it's first. So I have like my running crew, which we call ourselves SFU, um, which is abbreviated straight F and up. And which is basically <laughs> how we decide, you know, when in doubt, go up. Like you have two trails and they fork and just go which one goes up. And that's, yep. that's our philosophy. And there you go. That's a good philosophy. I like yeah, that. I like it's, that. It's true. It's true. Go it up. is true. Yep. Just yep. go up. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, yeah, t- um, three of them live in Houston, Texas. And one of them lives out here in Marin. Um, so they all, uh, and we're, we all like do races together. So it's my brother, uh, Heather and Ryan, those those guys all live in Houston, which is you wouldn't think is a big ultra running uh, town, but there's some amazing runners. Braz- Brazos Band, have you run Brazos Band out there? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yes, yeah. That's a- the Tejas Trails. Yeah, yeah. the Brazos is a tough, is a hard one because it's flat and humid, yeah. or or it can be cold, but it's flat. Yeah. Flat is tough to run. Well, they have the humidity and the yeah. Is, oh my gosh! Just, or it can be cold too because that's around Christmas time or November or something. So it yep. can be cold. If it's cold, you don't see many gators. I've heard. <laughs> oh, I've heard. So I've, I've heard. I've never run the um, the the actual race, the Brazos Bend, but I grew up mm-hmm. in Houston, so okay. okay. I've been down in Brazos Bend a ton of times, but I did run, um, Bandera and okay, okay, Bandera's tough eight. too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that was really tough. Yeah. Well, the, the, the Brazos Bend a hundred race is usually is, is I think in winter and it can be cold. It can oh, be that cold. Oh, is the Rocky one? The Rocky Raccoon? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's the one that's in November, December. It can be might chilly down there and, and people think it's going to be warm, but then they, so they come down there a little unprepared for the, for the cold. Yep. And um, that's when the, the gators are there, but they're, but they're really, really like they don't move at all because oh, they're, they're chill. yeah they're very chill so the gator <laughs> can be like sitting by the by the water and it'll just be doing nothing the whole time just sitting there the whole time it's not going to move you know <laughs> it's while well, everything in texas wants to bite sting or kill you <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> texas and australia i tell you those two places uh, you know uh, what? that's yep. why i get along with australians <laughs> <laughs> but yeah wild. that yeah, that yeah, they have they have a big running community down down in Houston. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Going to your point. Yeah, so you had it I so you had a great crew then taking care of you. That helps a lot. Oh, I did. And then yeah. and then on top of them was my you know, my wife and mm-hmm. my daughter. My other daughter was in, in a summer program, but my oldest daughter was there. Mm-hmm. And then we 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 also um we split our time between San Francisco and Truckee. So mm-hmm. I have a, a bunch of Truckee friends. And they showed up too. So I'd get into these. I, I remember going to Robinson um, and 
I was overwhelmed. Well, first I saw them and I started crying. (laughs) I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. And they're amazing. And I felt just so much, I don't know. I never had a crew like that. Um, You know, I always race solo or, or like we're running with my running friends. So it's like, we never had like proper crew and, and, and stuff like that. And, um, and so that was just wild. And, And they had signs and cowbells and all that stuff. So it was just, it was overwhelming in a positive way, and I just felt so much love. That's it, wonderful. That really helped. That really does help. Pacers. So how many pacers did you have? I took three, mainly because, so the, well, Heather, the, you know, she's in it. She, her back turned, so she couldn't pace, but mm-hmm. um, she was crutchy. Uh, so Miguel, my brother, he, I, I, he took the one where we can cross the river and uh the first part and then my buddy ryan took the night and uh and then my buddy matt uh ran me at the end and it was mainly to give all three of them a chance to get on the course as well you know like they all been trying to get in as long as i have been and so it was it was it it was more of almost anything is like well i needed their help obviously especially at night Mm -hmm. but um and and coming in the finish was awesome but uh it was also like dude here enjoy western as well yeah what's your style do you like someone who talks to you encourages you or do you like them to just be quiet and run with you um i like talking i like i like them uh um kind of keeping me going in conversation i mean if i have a you know that's what was unique about western is not a lot of people were talking to each Mm -hmm. other like Mm -hmm. compared to other you know most and I think it was just different because everyone's pushing themselves really hard. Yeah. So that's that's the difference. It, it was more of a you know running than hiking um, type race. Whereas I found like other hundreds, like I'd meet people and constantly have these huge conversations with them and help them and just take you know like I wasn't worried about of you know I was just I knew I was going to finish, but I wasn't. Wor- I was just like I'm just going to you know be in the moment and. Mm-hmm meet people. I like meeting people. So that's, um, this one was different. Everyone was really into, I did meet some really cool folks, but it wasn't like, like as many as I usually do. And, and there's many, like all the big hard climbs, which I find are easier when you're talking to somebody, no one was talking, <laughs> no one wanted yeah. to talk. Everyone, everyone, even though I was like, had a line of people behind me on this, um, God, what was that one going up to Michigan flats? Uh, I try to like start, but no, everyone's just like grunting. (laughs) (laughs) It was hard. So I like that talking because it takes your mind off it. And and next thing you know, you're like, oh my God, just banged up, you know, 15 miles. And I didn't even realize it. You know, that's, it's, it's, it's nice um, when you have someone like that. So yeah, so they, they, yeah, my brother and Ryan and Matt, they're guys all, you know, either making fun of me or, uh, (laughs) you know, getting me to move along, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Really fun. It helps keep you going for sure. Um, so when you get to the aid station, what's your favorite go-to food? Oh my goodness. Uh, it just starts, it's, it's a, it's like a, um, an exercise in attrition, man. Like it just, you know, I start with fruit, basically oranges, oranges and, and, um, and watermelon are like pretty much I'll, I'll just do that as much as possible. Those are, those are my favorite. And then I'll dip them in salt and as well. Uh, this race, I discovered something that was, cause I, I, I couldn't eat after, I, mean, 
I couldn't do goose, you know, it just, it was so hot. Yeah. So hot. And that really, um, I won't hadn't run in that heat, but maybe one other time. So I was, I was, I didn't have an upset stomach. I just couldn't really put anything. I knew if I put something in my stomach it, like that, it would not go well. So I was eating a lot of fruit, which is cool. And, um, and those, uh, goo blocks, but it was the later in the race when they were having soup and stuff. Mm-hmm. I saw they had rice and I was like, Oh dude, can y'all just give me a ball of rice? So that was great. And that I, I felt like gave me energy and mm-hmm. digested it well. So I was like, mm-hmm. I have to remember that for next races or even like adventures I go on that are like long adventures, just bring some little rice balls. Yeah. Um, Cause that was awesome. That my stomach, everything. And yeah. so that I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. Our salted potatoes are, are good too for that. Um, are you a vegetarian? No. Okay. No. If you're not, a, a bite of bacon is really good when it's when it's hot. Seriously, seriously. I, you know what? It's really I saw, good. I had that at um, really good Bighorn. in the heat. They were they were doing bacon at Bighorn. I remember, but I just man, like I get into this. I can't like quesadillas, all that stuff. I'm just like, I don't yeah. know anything. Um, I don't, for some reason, yeah. like, you know, everyone's telling me sick. Now, oh, sure, gets, sure. You know, knock on wood, I never get sick. And, I, and I'm and i always able to control. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's that's the one good thing I've going for me is that I can, my stomach stays pretty yeah. solid the whole yeah. way. But but it does tell me. Yeah, my, <laughs> mine, is, mine is kind of picky. I can't do like anything dairy related when I'm running afterwards. Sure. Oh, not yeah. during. But, but bacon is one thing. If it's hot, there's things that I like. I like. Uh, potato chips, salted potatoes, fruit is mm. excellent. Uh, bacon, I found just even a half piece of bacon and and flat Coke. I really like oh, a lot. Yeah, That's Coke. really yeah. good when it's hot. Yeah. Like one time it was really hot. I now I li- I enjoy warmer races than cold. And one time I was doing uh, a race up at Mount Tam. Uh, um, not the Dipsy race, but it was on the Dipsy Trail, and it was really hot. And I got up just up to what um, suicide heart cardiac hill oh, and i was up the yeah, top. oh yeah that's I was, hard yeah and it was really hot it was like 80 degrees and it was so hot and it was like the and i just ate a ate a ba- little bag of chips and had half a half a flat coke and it was just like the best thing i've ever tasted in my life it was so good it was so good yeah yeah so i know that feeling actually at the exact <laughs> same spot uh i was doing one tamalpa 50k and oh, yeah. i got up there and um I thought I was drinking Gatorade. So I grabbed something that looked like Gatorade and I, you know, pounded it. And, and all of a sudden it was like, zoom. I was like, right as rain. And yeah. I was like, what is this miracle drink? Is a Mountain Dew? <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh-huh. <laughs> love it. Love it. There's not You're Coke like, and not- Mountain Dew. It's wonderful. I and it's I was like-, like, I've never had a Mountain Dew before in my life. Oh! So I was like, holy crap. Nectar of the gods. Nectar yeah, of the right? gods. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Especially if you have to go down those steps to get to Stinson Beach because those steps are hell. Oh, yeah. 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 There's no easy way to get down. Oh, Matt my Davis God. Is worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Matt, Matt Davis is a little longer, but they don't have those steps. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, the yeah. steps I don't get, especially since I'm a, I have, I'm a shorter, well, I'm not r- real short. I'm five, four, but my legs are not necessarily long. So it's like, you know, they're not made for me. You know? No. Yeah. Yeah. You have to end up like doing a sidestep to get down. Yeah. It's, it's tough. I, it I, is tough. I get it. 
It is tough. Yeah, because that's when you're just like, okay, how much do I want to hurt myself? That's, that's that do I want to not be able to walk for a week? Or exactly, it's like, oh my god, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, what race did you qualify for this time for Western States? Castle Peak, uh, 100K, wow. uh, in, uh, Tahoe last summer, nice. which was a really, uh, I've been wanting to run that because like I said, I also live up in Truckee and okay. I love Castle Peak. It's one of my mm-hmm. favorite areas. Actually, I was on, t- on it. Uh, was that yesterday? Two days ago. Okay. I was up there. Okay. Um, and, uh, but the day of the, or the week before the race and, and the day of, they, we had horrible fires last summer mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. So the air quality was like, it was really bad and orange skies and, and mm. ash falling and the whole thing. So they were, they were debating where they call it the race. And they basically had like a meet, you know, we all like got together and they're like, okay, at, you know, it's up to y'all. <laughs> y'all yeah. do this or not. Yeah. You know, it's, we can say, we'll call it at, you know, if, if we start the race and it's 160, we're not going to run. But if it isn't, then it go for it, you know? And so when they started it, which was in the morning, it was like 150, I think, or maybe lower, but about, I don't know. By the time you got to the top of Castle Peak, it was like 190 or 200 or something. Mm. And and it kind of just stayed at that level for the rest of the run. So it was really hard. It was like, I was coughing a lot and uh, as were a lot of other people, but, but it was still cool. I mean, it was just like, that's all these mountain races. It's like, there's some, you know, other, there's the run, there's the course, and then there's the weather. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's yeah. part of, to me, ultra. So it's like, yeah. that's, you know, in Western, it was the heat, you know, big horn mm-hmm. I did. It was the rain and the mud, you know, that was mm. um, a huge challenge for everybody. So like, it's, I, mm-hmm. I find that, that that's part of the fun. Yeah. What's <laughs> like, what's Castle Peak like? What how's Castle that race? Peak, it's good. It's hard. It's um I don't remember all the details, but I, I know it was um it's a hundred K and you do a lot of elevation mm. and and it's all at elevation. Yeah. So it's I think it you know, it goes from like maybe seven thousand to over or maybe almost nine thousand feet. And then kind of up and down like that. Nice. Um, nice. That's nice. And, uh, yeah, you go and yeah. it has some really intense drops. Like you drop down to Warren Lake, which mm-hmm. is, I think on the U.S. forestry trails, like the steepest tr- maintained trail mm-hmm. in, in America. No. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about not like, Oh my God, it's a horrible downhill. And then you're like, I have to go up this damn thing. I mean, so you get down the bottom, there's a lake. I jumped in the lake because I was like, screw it, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm at the gorgeous lake. I'm gonna go for a swim and, um, and then climb back out. Yeah. But, yeah. um, and then you go up to basin and then from Mount basin to Castle Peak is a ridge that is unbelievably beautiful. Mm. I highly recommend getting to Castle Peak's not that hard. It's, I mean, it is steep. The last mile is pretty steep, mm-hmm. but then once you get to the top, I would suggest then heading down to the to the the ridge and doing a bit of that because it's one side is just a straight cliff and the other side is like this beautiful like mountain that goes down to a meadow um so it's, it's visually really stunning and cool. um 
very, very beautiful very cool. Sierra mountain range. So what is on the calendar next? Oh, you know, that's a great question. I don't know. I just started thinking about that. <laughs> so I just, put so much effort into Western or mm-hmm. just mental effort yeah. and time that I just, man, I don't, I don't know what next is. I don't know. Well, I'm, not, I'm not even sure. Nothing wrong. <laughs> nothing wrong with taking it easy for a little while. You know, your body's still yeah. healing. You know, really? Yeah. Yeah. I started running. I actually ran this morning, you know, and, cool. and I'm starting and yeah, it's, Stuff is still sore, but yeah, um, yeah. I'm still and, and like I said, I've been running in Tahoe, so I'm like, I'm I'm definitely starting to get back into it. I just mm-hmm. I don't know what. Yeah, I'm not sure what. I'm really into like. We did this last year. Me and my it my little group. Um, mm-hmm. We you know started making our own kind of adventures. Like we were gonna nice. we ran from Desolation to Donner, which was like ended up being like 52 miles. And nice. just cool. by ourselves, you know, unsupported. And mm-hmm. that was yeah. really cool. So I'm thinking of like things like that I'm really interested in and, and thinking of other longer, you know, kind of adventures. Like fast packing and stuff like that. Kind, yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah, cool. Exactly. Yeah. Or even like I like to fly fish. So like. Oh, there you go. You know, bringing my rod and my little running pack and then yeah. just running out to a lake and fishing and then running back. Like things, things like that are kind of on my radar right now yeah like more you know but i don't i am i want to wait and see something will, something will pop up or sure. my friends will be like oh we're all signing up for this then i'll sign up with them so sounds um, great sounds great i just see something like that that sounds really really fun um now <laughs> i have one last question that i always sure. ask my running guests if you could do any race anywhere regardless of qualification and travel uh, whatever, what race would you love to do? Oh, I would have to pick hard rock for that. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> cool. I mean, which you probably hear that all the time, but um, actually not, not as many as you'd think. There's, there's oh, a lot yeah. of races out there. There's a lot yeah, of races. True. Yeah. There's true. a lot of races, but yeah, I, I definitely see, see hard rock is my brother ran it, uh, last year which is cool because uh, it's so hard to get into. So it's neat that both yeah. of us have finally touched, you know, two of the neatest races out there. And, yeah. um, and then he was just out there this weekend for my, our friend Lise and she mm-hmm. just ran it for her mm-hmm. second time. And they sent, you know, he's posting videos and photos and it just is so grand. It yeah. is just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that one is, even if I, we were even talking about, if we don't even, He's going to try to get in uh, again next year, but if he doesn't, there's this, you know, soft rock. Have you heard of that? I haven't. Mm-hmm. So the um, week before the race, they mark the course. The, the course is marked for, I guess, a week before, mm-hmm. and you can go and do it at your own time. Oh, so cool. and stay in like hotel, you know, like do like it in two, three days, you know, if you want. And uh, there's no aid stations or anything, but you just, you know, you break it up in a couple of days. Sure. Why not? So, so why I, not? that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, do next year. Definitely. But yeah, that would be it. <laughs> cool. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, there, there's so many, I get, I get so many different answers. I mean, there's so many races, you know, there's in yeah. Europe, there's two. How about you? What, what, what would be yours? That, oh, be- oh, regardless of if I, if I was younger, it would be bad water. 
Oh, but, wow. You're going I'm, all the but, way. But yeah, but at my age, I'm probably not. So if I could do a race at, at my age um, of any race, oh, <laughs> well, Badwater would be the one I'd like to do, but yeah. um, I don't think that's possible anymore. Now I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I love it. But you oh, know what? Even maybe. with Badwater, like, you might as well try. Well, and, and I, it's like, even if you don't even, you yeah. know, like, you can. If you have a crew and you make sure you have someone in a car with you and, and it can stay safe. Yeah. There's um, a lot of reasons why it's not going to be something that I'm going to do at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, no. <laughs> cause it's expensive. <laughs> you not only have to have one car, you have to have two cars. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and the, the expense of everything, getting everybody out there. I mean, cause you have yeah. to pay for it all. I mean, it, there's yeah. a lot yeah. involved in it. It is. So it I, is a big I, the, yeah. So pr- I would say, if I was going to do, I I would, I'm going to do a, my first 50 miler next year. So, so yeah. I would just, I, I, yeah. Cause with, with this, see, I have one, I got a hip replacement last year. I would just like to do a hundred miler. It could be any hundred miler anywhere. If I could do one, maybe. Um, I'm probably going to put in for high lonesome next um, year. I think that one? that's on my list too. Yeah, I heard that one's really cool. The other one, let me see, what is that? that <laughs> Le- Leadville, Leadville, that's it. Duh. Oh, Leadville, yes, boy, of course, yeah. of course. That's yeah. that's the one I'd really like to do in, yeah. in Colorado. If I if I do get the chance to do a hundred miler, and and I that would be one I definitely want to do. So yeah, right on. I heard Havelina is fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too much of a party for me. I, I'm clean yeah. and sober, and I don't <laughs> oh, really yeah, want to yeah. be around yeah. uh, that kind of a party. That's not really yeah. my scene. Um, I hear you. Yeah. Hear you. The, there's no, a... I, I got sober for this race. I, I mean, temporarily. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, but definitely it was, uh, it was a good, it was good to take, you know, a good six months off and, and sure. Um, become a big fan of best. Uh, I think it's best day brewing. Cool. Uh, they make a non-alcoholic beer. That nice. is phenomenal. Nice. There's another, there's another hundred miler in South Dakota. I'd like to do a lean horse. It's oh, really, cool! Yeah, it looks really cool. It goes it goes through um through the the area of um near the Badlands and stuff. It looks really oh, neat. that's really beautiful. really I, neat. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I've been out there there's, when there's, I was younger. Yeah, there's a lot of really really neat hundred milers. I mean, so. yeah, and it's cool, and I think that it's that's what is neat about sports is that they are all geared for all the levels you know there's yep. there's and everyone is celebrated at, at, at this you know equal you know kind of way and that is what i love about the sport yeah. i love that i met you you know randomly you know on the phone looking for help for my lungs <laughs> on your podcast and following you on strava and running and all that stuff it's so cool you know that's how that's what's beautiful about this sport. I know. Crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one thing we all share. Yes, and this is true. Good, this is true. Crazy. This is true. <laughs> well, thank you very, very much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. And you take care of yourself. Oh, and, thank you, uh, Martha. Yeah. And keep us informed of everything that you're doing in the future. And um, take care of yourself, okay? You got it. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Luis. I really appreciate it. That was Luis Pena talking about his Western states and his running adventures. And we can all 
appreciate and commiserate with things that come up. If you have a big plan, if you have a big goal that you've been working at for years and something catastrophic or possibly catastrophic happens right before it, who knows? I mean, things come up and we can't control life sometimes. We can only control our reactions to it. So it can have devastating effects sometimes or we just have to work around it and think positive and do our best. It's not easy, this running thing of ours, is it? No, it is not. But we still do it and love it and just do the best we can, don't we? Yeah, we certainly do. I know you're all doing great and you're all keeping going with your running. My running has been doing fabulous. I have to say, I work this weekend. I work every other weekend. So this weekend was a work weekend. I did great with my running. I even, I try to run Saturdays and Sundays, work or not. I do have a long run on Saturdays, but I can't really do a long run on the, on the Saturdays that I work. I'm just too tired and it just goes too late. If I run long on Saturdays, I'm not back till after eight and it just is just too exhausting for me. So what I do is every other week I do a really long run. And that's fine because it takes me a while to recover anyway. I'm old. What can I say? I can't do a really, really long run every week. But this weekend, I got home Saturday and went out and ran six miles. So that was pretty good. And I didn't get home until eight anyway. So that was it was it was hard, but I did it. And then what I'm doing now every other week on Sundays is I have an Ultimate Direction Fast Pack, and I really like it, and I take that to work on Sundays, and then I can change out of my scrubs, put on my running clothes, my shorts, my T-shirt, and run home. And I run the long way, so it's a little bit longer. Hence, it's the long way. Duh. <laughs> All right. And then I, I take that. I, I'm not – it's about five miles, and with the Fast Pack, it's a lot harder to run, so I'm not quite running the whole way yet. I stop short and take the bus some of the way, but most of the way I run home. Uh, Next time I do it in two weeks, I'll hopefully be able to go the whole distance. But I'm getting stronger and I'm getting better at my running. I'm losing weight. I have lost officially 26 pounds as of this recording. So I have 14 more to go until I'm at my goal weight. And then we'll see if I want to lose more, if I just want to just stay at that weight. I don't know. It's really fun losing weight and being this thin though I haven't been this thin for a long long time I can't even remember how far back it's been I've been this thin so I know I have a ways to go but I'm getting there I feel pretty good I feel strong I feel energetic I feel really good and a lot of the clothes that I haven't been able to fit for a while fit me it seems that t-shirts have been getting smaller and the large size t-shirts really hadn't fit me and now they fit so yay (laughs) and I know you ladies will understand this but there have been a couple bras that hadn't fit me for a while because I got kind of big and now they fit (laughs) so uh, awesome I won't have to buy bras for running bras for a while so yay (laughs) so that's pretty cool so yeah I'm doing good I like I said I hope you all are doing great And that is the show. Now, everything that I talked about, well, I don't know if there are any links, but um, yeah, if you want to check out the website, you can sign up and be a Patreon patron. 
is MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. And if you want to give a couple, just a couple bucks, at, there's uh, Buy Me a Cup of Coffee. Is, the link is on there, and that is also at MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. If you want to email me, my email address is MarthaRunsTheWorld at gmail.com. And until next week, let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run. <laughs> <laughs>